I have spoken about how I draw on my experiences as a manager and leader in non-sport jobs to help me in my coaching career. As a coach we are called on to lead a group of players from various backgrounds, it is our job to bring them together for one goal. You also must ensure that the player is succeeding and reaching their own goals. The same thing was asked of me when I was a manager the goal was to lead our team of employees to a common goal whether that was about hitting sales goals, deposit goals or daily number output. I had to get my employees on the same page and formulate a plan to reach a collective goal so that we could achieve our individual bonuses that were on the line the very same way a coach must get his team together to win the day's game and work toward winning a championship. When you are a head coach you must understand the strengths and weaknesses of your players you must put your players in positions to succeed. As a manager you are doing the same thing you have to know what your employees can and cannot do. To do that you really have to know your people and what motivates them. In my first opportunity as a manager, I was tasked with organizing floor coverage as well as what shifts the employees would work for the holiday season. I had to ensure that the floor coverage not only ensured each customer was helped and that we had eyes on product. If you have ever worked retail during the holiday season you know how hectic it can be. I needed my employees to work with one another and communicate with each other. I knew which ones were better on the register and which ones who knew the back storage area as well as who had strong customer skills. I did not sit in the manager's office and watch and only respond when there was a problem. I was on the floor working alongside my employees stepping in to provide breaks or run product from the back to customers. I spent time bagging items and cleaning when I could. I wanted my employees to see that I was there to help them and because of that they gave me their best. As a collective group we had the best sales numbers in my three years as manager. This was not because I was their manager this was because I had them invested in what we were trying to do. I had them invested in our singular goal. The same is expected from a coach to his team, a coach must be invested in the team and not just barking out orders to them. As a head coach I would spend time with each player and speak with them. I wanted to use that time to understand them and what makes them tick. Doing this helped in my evaluation of each of the players which then helped me put players in the best position for them to succeed. I needed my best players on the field to succeed and they needed to know that I had their best in interest in mind. The same went for my employees they knew I wanted them to get through the holiday season without being distressed out I wanted them to get their bonuses and succeed. So, I did what I had to do to help them and I could not do that from the manager's office. While individual success is vital to a team's success whether it's moving on to the next level such as high school to college or moving up a level in pro ball or working towards a promotion or a large bonus. You cannot do this without having the players buy into a team goal. A team wins because you have players that are bought in not just in their own success but also understand that everyone's success will lead to the team's success. When I was a shift lead for the IRS this was a situation where we had to hit certain number each night and stay on task. There was no bonus to be given just the opportunity to get called back to work or given more hours for the seasonal work that they signed up for. At 22 I had to lead a shift of employees that were in most cases twice my age and at worst my age. I had to earn their respect and show them I can lead them through the season. I gathered with the workers not as their lead but as another employee I wanted to know what they thought were the best way to get the job done and hit our numbers. I listened to those that have been there for years before and have seen what works and what does not. I watched and saw who were slow at certain aspects of the job and who were more efficient who showed up on time and who were late. These aspects were about reaching our goal as a team and it was about having the best in positions to succeed. I put the employees where I thought they would be succeeding and help the team succeed and reach its goals. I considered what worked and put together a plan to hit our marks. I moved the slower batchers over to loading the racks and transporting the racks to the next department. I then had batchers on a rotating schedule between batching and prep to keep them fresh. 
I would cover positions and jump in to ensure breaks were covered and we were staying on track. I would reward my team with lunch when we did well and took advice on how to pick up the pace and get back on track when we did not. I again did not distance myself from my shift of employees I did not lead from the front or the back I lead from the middle of the group. I stood shoulder to shoulder with them no matter what and pushed where I needed and pulled when I had to but always in a position to observe the front of the pack and the back of the back. This is no different when you are coaching a team. When you become a head coach of a team you are the new guy on the team, and you can come in and demand respect or you can earn their respect. When I took over a high school team as a head coach, I wanted the players to understand that I was there to serve them and make them better and reach what goals they have. I knew I had to earn their respect and not the other way around. They needed to understand that I wanted them to succeed as an individual but that they would do that as a team. We worked hard for four years before making our first playoff appearance but in the four years leading up to that several players made it to the next level and helped us build that first team that made the playoffs. They began to see that as the team was successful, they were successful and that it always one big circle that one could not happen without the other. Once they understood that the buy-in to the team goal was 100% and they began to hold each other accountable. I spoke about leading from the middle and making sure that the employees and players knew I would not ask them to do something I was not willing to do. If I wanted my players to get better, I would make sure that I provided them an opportunity to do so. If we were losing, I made sure that they had a say into how to get better. I wanted them to be able to have an open dialogue with me and not be afraid about talking to me. To me leadership is not about having players fear me or demand respect it is about earning the respect and trust of my players.